Hey gang, how's it going? Welcome to the show powered by agorasnexus.com. Don't forget also our friend Bobby and Fairly Decent Golf across all platforms to support our friend Bobby and his uh, venture out there into the golf world. Uh, he has a large TikTok following. He has a growing Instagram following and it's entertaining if you're not into golf. I mean, and he's my friend, so I want to do my part to help him out. So check him out. Fairly Decent Golf, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Angel, I'm going to surprise you with a little something here because you all know that I like to do that. Don't worry. We've got negative things to say about the government incoming. Okay. Last week, gave you a little bit of break. Went a little over into Dragon Core, Crow Core, Cottage Core. Found out that one of our friends established Goblin Core by accident. Right. Um, it's Proto Goblin Core. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, this week, uh, we will bring you more of the same, as expected. <clears throat> the following are ancient lyrics, old, from our southern neighbors. And that, no, I'm not talking about West Virginia or Kentucky Stan. Take me home. Country road. We're going down to Mexico. <clears throat> Into Espanol. Uh, poor favor. Okay. La Cucaracha. La Cucaracha. Ya no puedo caminar, porque no tiene, porque le falta marijuana que fumar. The translation, the cockroach, the cockroach can't walk anymore because it doesn't have, because it's lacking marijuana to smoke. Okay. Okay. That is a, you know, exactly. That's the la cucaracha. Okay. Why am I <laughs> Okay. Why am I bringing that up? See, the mystery on your face. You're like, "Why is this being brought up?" Because we have news coming from Mexico. It's fresh off the press. And you know it's going to be awful. So maybe start out with a little humor about La Cucaracha and then we get into the real grisly details. A violent drug cartel is suspected of leaving several human, excuse me, several severed human legs hanging from a pedestrian bridge in the city of Toluca, just west of Mexico City. Before the day it was out, parts of at least two bodies had turned up around the city. At the bridge, the trunk of a body was left on the street below, near the city center, along with handwritten signs signed by the Familia Michoacan Cartel. No disrespect to them whatsoever. We, we love everybody. Trust me. Other parts of the body, I'm sure these people had it coming, winking or not. Other parts of the body were found later in another neighborhood, along with handwritten drug cartel signs nearby. The victims uh, apparently ranged in age between 35 and 40. Parts of at least one other body were found elsewhere in the city. Police discovered a dismembered body in the neighborhood uh, the city's east side, along with a sign similar to those in the first case. Later, in an industrial neighborhood on the north side, parts of a body were found in a burning car. Authorities were investigating whether they were parts of the second dismembered body. So some piecing together is going to have to be done by our southern neighbors. This comes just a day after discoveries of the bodies of four men and two women were found lying on the side of a street near the northern Mexican city of Monterrey. The mayor of Toluca which is the capital of the state of Mexico, appealed for calm. Yes, please. Ladies and gentlemen, relax. We're going to figure out who did the chopping. Well, actually, there's really not much to figure out now, is there? They literally left you a note and say, hey, uh, it was us. And what the fuck are you going to do about it? I, I, I cannot stress to you folks, you people who like to do los vacaciones, in that in Spanish means the vacations, uh going down there at this point in time is probably a very poor idea okay i don't recommend it you know i have relatives that work on the beach in quintana roo the state in playa del carmen i have a free stay waiting for me there i have not collected on that nor will i because I don't want anything. They see this redheaded ogre coming their way. I'm either going to get turned into fucking shark bait or something. They're going to think I have money. 
look at him. He's clearly well-fed. He must be eating well. Uh, maybe he comes from money. Uh, no, there is no fucking money, all right? I just happen to have relatives who decided to stake their claim down here and work in the jungle. I don't know what's going on, but I can tell you right now, Makukaracha uh, had his legs removed. So that's why I wanted to start off with a little Mexican news south of the border. A little bit more of the same. Speaking down of Mexico which, way. Yeah, yeah, where the tuna fish play. Where the tuna fish play. That's right. Those of you will laugh, and the rest of you will need an explanation. Um, <laughs> you know, Christopher sent me an article earlier today, and I'm just going to do it by memory, of course. I mean, the citation will be in the notes, not that anybody looks at them. But it's REI, correct? The outdoor yeah. firm, the firm that sells very overpriced but high-quality outdoor items. Yes. They're very progressive company, like politically. Or, or, or so they portray themselves to or, be. That's right. And it turns out that the employees have begun to unionize. Oh, yeah. And now REI is not that progressive after all. Um, Gee, like, you don't say. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, did we say that we were progressive? Ooh. Oh, yeah. You know what? It's really, it sucks when like, I, I know some people are part of unions and maybe that's good for them, but I can just tell you very briefly, it sucks when you have to deal with that being a participant in an, an event and you have to go through um, a company who is union only because literally the handling fees double in cost. They double in cost. Like, so like i'm kind of like an event coordinator at my job among many other things that i do okay and for trade shows we ship a crate of shit and it includes a booth and it includes like literature and and tables and chairs and fucking flooring and all this shit that we put together at a trade show booth and we set it up okay so in order to ship that crate you have to pay for handling and storage and all of that sure so typically on average you and what this means is you send it to a warehouse it stays there so they unload it from a truck put it on a shelf somewhere right as we get closer to the event they take said shit off that shelf and take it to the event site and store it there they take it to your booth you unpack it then they take the empty crate away then when the show's over they bring the empty crate back you fill it up they take it away put it in the storage area until the truck is there to pick it up put it back on the truck truck brings it back to you know where it needs to go so the handling process typically is about eighteen hundred dollars okay well when you're dealing with the union it's thirty three hundred dollars when the unions are not involved, it's ha- it's about half the fucking cost. It's ridiculous. I uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. It doubles in cost when you deal with union anything. Well, as somebody who is currently going to be a member of the United Steelworkers Union and a former member of the Communication Workers of America, mm-hmm. uh, I am a pro union guy. I always have been a pro union guy as long as the union is doing things in the interest of its workers. It seems that REI's union is trying to do things in the interest of its workers. Let's give you an example here. And this is typical behaviors. Christopher and I had already discussed earlier today um, because he decided to spoil my morning with this fucking... Well, actually, it wasn't a spoil, Chris. I enjoyed it because it's more of the same. It's predictable. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because the work... And this is something that my firm is currently going through right now. The president, uh, just like REI is discouraging workers from unionizing offered to pay people more okay in order to kind of i guess ease the pressure of folks wanting to unionize but blatantly threatening workers with you know hey you know bad things could happen if you unionize this that and the other thing and then in the shops that have unionized right because there are multiple locations different locals are handling different stores right 
uh, folks are getting their hours cut as a penalty for unionizing, which if we're going to play by the, the rules that are on the books right now is fucking is really egregious and met, and stopping people from organizing, I think, in most parts of the country is fucking illegal. Um, Ohio's not one of those places. Ohio's right to work. Um, so the employer can just fire you. Um, uh, Christopher and I used to work for a firm that threatened us directly. If you try to unionize, you, you're just going to be gone. Um, we're not going to have it. Um, is what it is. Um, there was a guy I used to work with named Fat Tony, and uh, no joke, Fat Tony. Um, he was a cycle counter. He usually ate at his desk all day long. Um, I'll never forget the time one of our supervisors came down and was doing reviews for employees to get their fucking piddly two and a half percent fucking raise. Meanwhile, the healthcare went up five percent. Either way, it doesn't matter. Fat Tony was on YouTube watching videos. The supervisor walked up behind him in full view and he was like, hey, Tony, blah, 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 blah. Tony kind of looks at him, presses pause on the video, goes upstairs for his review, comes back down, sits right back down at the desk and presses play without skipping a beat. I mean, I kind of admired that defiance. I mean, he had already maxed out on, on salary anyway. I mean, they couldn't pay him more. I mean, it just wasn't possible. He was there for like 30 years or whatever. Uh, but yeah, threatening employees with repercussions of unionizing. We, My firm currently is going through that process right now where the president is being sued uh, for blatantly uh, posting anti-union propaganda, threatening employees, asking employees which way they lean, which is illegal. Uh, to ask folks, hey, how do you feel about the union? It's none of your fucking business. It's called a secret ballot. It's called a secret ballot. It's none of your fucking business, what we decide on. And I was on the fence about joining the local. Um, I really wasn't too, I was like, ah, maybe. But now that this is happening, I'm, I'm balls deep. Like, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get, I'm, I'm getting in there. I'll be a steward. I'm going to stir the pot. And I'm going to try to vote for a strike like I used to back in the day every single time. That's just what I, I show up. Vote to strike, please. And they would laugh at me. And I was being serious, but whatever. Um, but yeah, progressive principles. Mm -hmm. Only when the position isn't being threatened by real workers' rights, uh, mm -hmm. which is very interesting. And again, like I told Christopher earlier today, these dirtbag uh, leftists, dirtbag liberals, uh, they're going to learn a hard lesson. See, real leftists, real, real committed leftists, they could see through this bullshit. They already know it's coming. You have to give credit where credit's due. Okay, those those people are they know what the fucking score is, and they know that the boss and the company. Right, we're we're talking right. about tankies here. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, let's be clear. Um, so I just it, it's amazing. It's just like when I see you know Pride Month has come and gone. Now all of the companies, including BMW and IBM. And, you know, some, you know, Porsche, you know, some of the people who manufactured weapons of war for the, uh, for the Germans during the Second World War with their fucking rainbow flags. And now we're back to business. Meanwhile, um, all of the companies that operate in Saudi Arabia, not one fucking image was changed, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, they ain't having an ounce of that in Saudi Arabia. I believe they have something called the uh, morality police uh, where they go. In fact, Angel, do you remember that one time? You told me about a Locked Up Abroad episode where this gay fella from England worked in Saudi Arabia mm -hmm. and he was like making a lot of money because they needed nurses or something like that. And there was like this secret gay club and these gays met up and it got busted by the religious morality police. This fucking guy did three years, three years in a Saudi prison just for being gay remember that one. Oh, i do but i'm sure i told you about it if you say that i did bad news you know I, I think in iran they actually still like throw gay people off of buildings well i remember that one um because it's like a dry country you can't get the alcohol yeah that's right they don't drink and so like to. he would there was this american chap who you know was basically running alcohol in saudi Arabia. i mean he got arrested eventually but he made a shit ton of money yeah 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 and in <laughs> I, I, there are a lot of places I don't, I don't want to go to jail in general. Um, it's just not, this is not a good idea, No. but jail in a lot of other places on this planet is 
several orders of magnitude more terrifying. I mean, going to jail because you're gay seems like retarded. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it that's I can see if you put somebody in jail because they're child raper, that makes sense. Yes. But putting somebody in jail because they, you know, are a lady and they like other ladies or they're a man and they like other men and they want to engage in um the gay sex. Yeah, well, sex with a, another adult, mm-hmm. you know, like of the same sex, right? <laughs> like, so what's the harm in that? If somebody wants to. It's his ass, not mine. Right. I mean, who cares? You don't have to watch it. Nobody's no. asking you to participate. Right, right. He's not trying to fuck you and your ass. Like, <laughs> you know, like, just let yeah, it yeah, be. Yeah. Like, why don't you go after the fucking child rapists? Like, there are priorities here, oh, this, sirs. Yeah, yeah, please. Um, Nobody likes fucking pedophiles or child rapists or people that take advantage. I don't like people that take advantage of other people. No, no. Especially, like, children or old people. Yep, the elderly. Yep. Or even people that are just kind of, like... Mentally handicapped yeah, people. Yeah, or, like, naive, and maybe they don't really realize they're being taken advantage of. Like, I don't like bullies. I don't like people that do fucked up shit those are the people that should be in jail not gays for being gay i i that don't make no sense right i mean if somebody <laughs> likes throwing that bussy to other consenting adults then so be it you know right That's... i think they should be allowed right i agree i i i, I couldn't agree more i don't know every time chris says bussy i fucking lose it man i can't help that's bussy bussy <laughs> oh hey speaking of bussy I heard that crack was found at the White House the other day. Did anybody what? hear about this? No, in form. Was it crack or was it cocaine? Oh, it was cocaine. Sorry, I think okay. crack because I know Hunter Biden likes to smoke rocks. Um, I mean, but- I, I mean, I realize they're essentially one in the same, but there are soda. slight differences. You smoke yeah. crack, don't you? <laughs> don't you smoke crack? Um, I, yeah, they found, uh, it was by like, it has to be his, his cocaine, doesn't it? I mean, you think. Yeah, it was found in the West Wing's visitor lobby, but would he be in the visitor's lobby or you think that was just somebody who was like, I'm going to do some blow at the white house and put it on TikTok? Maybe it was somebody being, no, was cause wasn't there something else found too? Like some sort of explosive. Uh, I think I heard something about that, too, but here's the best part. Law enforcement says that the culprit is unlikely to be found. But meanwhile, if you had, you know, a little bit of dust in a baggie in your car, oh, honey, you're guilty as charged. You see, you're going to jail, you see. Um, But yeah, they found coke uh, in the White House over the weekend. an official familiar with the investigation. I'm always suspicious of those statements. It's probably the Secret Service. <laughs> Dude, do you remember during Obama's term that like people got in the White House and there were like fucking orgies all over the place? Like Barack threw a party. Like Barack was like, doors open. Like, come on in. You know, my wife has a huge cock. Come on in. We're, we're doing blow. <laughs> my wife has a huge cock. That means yeah, we're we're here to party. Come, come on in, Obama. You wanna you wanna come over here and watch me pound this bussy? Come over here. Yeah, you won't find pictures of this motherfucker pregnant online. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. The Obamas ain't having no ass babies, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Or or my bad, would it be a bussy baby? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's, It's, I mean, yeah, I mean, they were having a party, but, you know, I don't know. Like, Hunter. I heard that, like, also, like, we haven't talked about this in a while, but he got the, I think he got a slap on the wrist for the gun charge. Like, uh-huh. he got, eh, it was a lightweight. You know, if it was any use, you'd be in jail, you see. Right. Rules for thee, but not for me. Yeah. So, well, the whole Biden family was, like, someplace else during that time, so. I guess so. Uh, but Apparently, they were at. Uh, Bohemian Grove? No, hold on. Biden and his family were at Camp David, not at the White House, when officers discovered the cocaine. Then you know, so maybe they dropped it on the way out. No, you know what? I think you're on to something. I think it was probably the secret. It was like, all right, the boss is out. Let's do some blow. Yeah. All right. Come on, come on, man. (laughs) 
Like, Smoke crack with me, bro. Because so, I can tell you it, it fell out of someone's fucking pocket at that point because, yeah, like, if you're a straight-up fucking, like, dope user, like, you know, doesn't matter, coke, whatever, like, you ain't losing your fucking shit. You ain't losing your bag. You ain't losing your stash. You know exactly where that motherfucker is, and you ain't putting it in nowhere mm. where it's going to fall out. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, because you paid for that, and whatever you had to do to get that shit, you ain't losing it. I could tell you that. No, you're you're absolutely right about. So that. it was somebody who had it in their pocket, and it fell out. Probably somebody who's a casual user, you know, of the yeah. cocaine. I don't know how much cocaine it was. It's a small amount, they said. Yeah, a so very small amount. It was probably a casual. Yeah, it's user. Just, like come on, come on, man. It's just a small amount. And it fell yeah. out. It fell out of their pocket because they're a fucking retard. Because they got to wear a suit pocket. You know, they're wearing a suit. Yeah, yeah. And they put it in their fucking pocket and they took something out of their pocket and it fell on the fucking ground because those suit pockets are slippery because it's made they out are. of fancy material. You're right about and that. And you don't even notice it that something fell out like that. No, no, you don't. That's exactly what happened. It was fucking somebody in the Secret Service. All right. Problem solved. This makes sense. <laughs> this, this does make sense. I um... Or it was somebody that was cleaning there or something. I... Yeah, I think that there's a lot of truth to that. And, you know, it could be it could be a myriad of uh, I mean, who knows? But like I said, maybe it was like somebody was like, oh, God, I'm being dragged to D.C. You know, my husband always wanted to fucking go here and he wants to see the White House. He's a Democrat. He's super I have excited, to get high and I've got to get through this somehow. And they were like on the bus hey, on the way in. And it was like, I got I got a Hunter Biden this situation. That's mm-hmm. right. A couple of quick bumps on the bus on the yeah. way in. And you know, kind of tr- just to, just to take the edge off or turn it up, you know, so you look super hyper excited, you know. Do, um, do, do a couple bumps on the bus, <laughs> bang a Taiwanese hooker in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm We're good, ready I'm to, good go. to go, good, good to, to go, go. <laughs> sorted out. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm high on cocaine, I got that post nut clarity. Let's <laughs> rock and roll, baby. <laughs> Speaking of rock and roll. I got a lot of Mexico news today, so I'm going to shift our focus real quick. Uh, that's the transition music for Mexico news. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that is the jingle. That is the official yeah. jingle. Um, so, Angel. Yes. Um, I, I want to ask you something. All right. Do you think that cross species, not erotica. <laughs> hang in, hang in there. Okay. Do you think that cross-species marriage is a good thing? Can the animal consent? <laughs> I think we all know the answer to that, and that answer is no. Okay. Okay. No. 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 This is the correct answer. Okay. But unfortunately for you. Mexico is void of rules. Even well, why the fuck don't we live there? Well, uh, there's several reasons, one of which <laughs> just we just kidding. discussed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I won't even go there on vacation. No, I know. Um, I'm, try- I'm not trying to I'd live I'd rather in fucking live on the east side I'd, of Cleveland. I just like no rules, and really, I just... There's no rules on the east side of Cleveland. Uh, uh, yeah. No, there aren't. I mean, and it's... 1999. Great song. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Talking bone, bone thugs, baby. Mm-hmm. That song Down 71 was my favorite song on that album. That was good shit. Um, El, El Clasico. See, As they might say in Mexico. In Mexico. Down, down old Mexico way. That's right. Yeah, El Clasico, hombre. Hombre. <laughs> Where the Caymans play. And that's why I'm going to bring this up, Angel. You know yeah. what a, you know what a caiman is, don't you? It is like a tiny alligator. That's right. Well, what if I told you that the mayor in San Pedro Guamelua, in a, a town of indigenous people, has married a caiman in a traditional ceremony that is believed to bring good fortune to his people? Okay, so let me just tell you this: like, if he married the caiman, like, and he tries to fuck it, that dude's like gonna be in trouble. I mean, that look at. I mean, I, I was gonna say like he might be all right if he tries to fuck it, but man, don't let that thing give you head. Oh, no, you got a problem. <laughs> yeah, the the Cayman. For those of you that are enjoying this audio only, 
the image that is upon the screen is the mayor who looks absolutely tickled pink what pre- appears to be the best man to his right there's a crowd of people behind him now i want folks to notice that in the background there is a tall caucasian man with large sunglasses <laughs> he's a tourist yeah he's there it and kind of looks it kind of looks like gary Busey. he does a little bit he does a little bit now there's other indigenous people one is uh, holding a selfie stick to get a better view this was an event this wasn't just somebody showed up at the courthouse after doing peyote in the woods or whatever they have and said, I'm going to marry this alligator. Uh-huh. No, this was a, this was an event people knew. They, there were invitations. All right. The caiman, the animal in question here, the reptile, the dinosaur, is wearing a bride's dress, okay, complete with a floral pattern. Mm-hmm. All right. There are people wearing floral, like, crowns of indigenous women here uh that are <laughs> wearing crowns of flowers of flowers not of indigenous women <laughs> the, the indigenous women are wearing the flower crown. i have a crown made out of indigenous women yeah, this isn't the, yeah. I, fi- I figured nothing would be more like right. white and imperialist that's right exactly like co- <laughs> the, the, conquistador the, style yeah yeah, yeah. I, ha- I have a crown made out of the skulls of the women of your nation. That's right. <laughs> That's when you know you've won. Um, yeah. Victor Hugo Sosa wed the Cayman called Alicia Adriana as he reenacted the centuries-old ancestral ritual. The local lore refers to the reptile as the princess girl, and the mayor said the couple loved each other. I accept responsibility because we love each other. That is what's important, so explained during the ritual. You can't have a marriage without love. I yield to marriage with the princess girl, he added. God bless. The tradition of a man and a female came and becoming wedded has taken place in the town for 230 uninterrupted years, ladies and gentlemen, to commemorate peace between the Chantal and Huave indigenous groups. Now, before I continue, I want to know how this happened 230 years ago. There was like local beef, like the two tribes are like, you know, these fucking people over here are a bunch of assholes. Yeah, we don't like them either. How do we fix this problem? And then Mary somebody, and Cayman. I'm telling you, drugs were involved. Somebody got fucked up on ayahuasca or whatever the fuck it all. They saw the dwarves and the machine and they're like, I, I know how to fix the problem, you guys. The mayor of the town has to marry a Cayman. And people were like, you know what? I think you're fucking right, Frank. Let's do this. And then there's been peace ever since. And, and we're happy for the couple. We truly are. We wish them nothing but the best. Nothing but the, but the best to Alicia Adriana the Cayman, who is the bride. Uh, Do they call her Mrs. Sosa now that the Cayman is married to the mayor? or the, the first lady of the town we don't know how this works it's an animal that will bite you <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't just call it mrs bitey thing i don't know like I, why does it have to have like a official title it's a fucking caiman look at this prior to the ceremony taking place the animal is carried from house to house to allow locals to hold her and dance the caiman is dressed in a green skirt <laughs> Okay. Don't make me laugh. With a green skirt, colorful hand-embroidered tunic, and a headdress made of indigenous people. No, I'm kidding. Of (laughs) ribbons and sequins. The reptile snout is tied shut to prevent the creature from biting her future husband or anyone else in the vicinity. I object to this marriage. The bride should have every right to bite. This sounds like a hostage situation. I agree. This is an arranged forced marriage. The Cayman cannot consent. Therefore, we do not approve of this union. Nobody approves of it. It's fucking stupid. (sighs) I I mean, if you want to approve of that stupidity, you can if you want, but just know you're fucking stupid. I love this. At the end, it says, quote, (laughs) we are (laughs) we are happy because we celebrate the union of two cultures. Okay. (laughs) People are content. So told the AFP. At, at the end of this, it says Caymans live in marshes and inhabit Mexico, Central America, and South America. Yeah, go ahead and try to fucking get one. 
Uh, we wish the couple nothing but the best. I'm rooting for the Cayman to murder the mayor in the middle of the night, perhaps bite his bollocks off, something to that effect. Get the groin and balls and twist, death roll. Ooh. Yes. You deserve it. You got no business marrying this this yeah. croc- this Cayman crocodile alligator, <laughs> whatever the fuck. It- People in Florida are fucking crazy. They don't do shit like this. They'll fight right? the alligator, but they're not marrying. They'll them. fight the alligator. They'll get hooted up on bath salts and eat their neighbor's face. <laughs> hooted up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, hooted up. I, I can't wait to use that in a sentence later on at work tomorrow. Um, getting all hooted up in the bathroom before the meeting. God damn it. Right. Doing bumps of coke. Uh, leaving the baggie behind on the tour. <laughs> Getting all hooted up on that Hunter Biden special. <laughs> the Hunter Biden Express, baby. Boop, boop. Right, um, the old the old Hunter hoot. <laughs> now, speaking of Mexico, do the jingle, please. Please. I swear we're not racist. No, we're not. <laughs> I got family that lives down there. It's legal. Um, it's totally legal. Now, Republicans in this country are known to be a bit retarded like their Democratic counterparts. We've established this long ago. Uh, but the, the poop gets a little bit deeper. So for those of you, I need you to stop at REI and get yourself some $250 muck boots and get ready to jump through this shit. Okay? All right. Buckle up, buckaroos. Republicans' new border plan is to send the military into Mexico. All right, let's go. What a great idea, right? Let's send Americans into a multi-faction civil war. That's a great idea. That our drug policies created. Mm-hmm. Okay? A problem that has been created by the United States government. All right? What? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, when does that happen? Never. <laughs> yeah. Never. So, yeah, uh, Republicans running for president and Congress are coalescing around a controversial way to wage war against illegal drugs. By the way, illegal drugs already won the war. They just don't know it yet. Uh, Sending the U.S. military into Mexico. Former president, Lord Commander, Emperor God, Donald John Trump, has previously called for building a wall along the southern border and giving drug dealers the death penalty. Yep, that's useful. Has also proposed creating a naval blockade of Mexico. To prevent drugs like illicit fentanyl from entering the U.S. His leading opponent in the 2024 GOP nomination race, Florida Governor Lord Commander DeSantis, promised last week to use deadly force against anyone caught smuggling drugs across the border. On Capitol Hill, war hawk and brave soldier of God, Senator Lindsey Graham and John Kennedy, Republican Louisiana, no relation to the assassinated president who was murdered by your own government, had both voiced support for the military operation in Mexico. Our own Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio said in recent interviews on NBC, WNBC, that cartels should be... NBC. Thank you. Thank you for remembering that. Most people are like, what the fuck's he talking about? WNBC. Um, Come on, Howard, let me hear you say it. that cartels should be considered terrorist organizations meriting a military response. Representative Dan Crenshaw, also known as John McCain 2.0, the red-coated son of a bitch from Texas, and Mike Valtz, a Republican from Florida, have sponsored a bill that would formally declare war on the cartels. That's exactly what we need. That's exactly what we need. The cartel yeah. will totally not come across the border and fucking murder people sleeping in their beds. Never yeah. going to happen. Yeah, border towns are totally going to be safe. They're know? totally safe now. They're totally safe now. There's no yeah. dead bodies no. strewn across mm-hmm. people's private property. Yeah, no. no incursions from the other side of the Rio Grande. The border agents don't just serial murder people. No. No, no. not at all. Mm-mm. Nope, it's perfect. Down I there. want to know, and all jokes aside, how long are we going to fucking play this game? The Republicans never know how to win anything. Okay, they don't know how to win shit. Okay, they don't know how to win. They would sweep elections. I'm telling you, if you guys are involved in this shit with the party, either one, even the fucking Democrats, the Democrats won't let the gun thing go. Okay, but I'm telling you right now, any party that runs on a platform of we're going to get rid of your student fucking loans, period, it's over. We're going to hit the reset button. 
all dope is legal and we're getting rid of the National Firearms Act, you will win a landslide election. It will be over before it started. But of course, you baby boomers out there, you retards won't let it go. Drugs are bad. People will continue to do dope regardless of the law. The black market exists. Whenever you uh, prohibit something, it immediately springs up. This right. is basic. It's, a, it's like we never. It's like America never learned its lesson from our prohibition on alcohol. Like, right. Like, like all you all all you do, you create a black market overnight. Like that. That's the thing about like, like the real market is like you know where there's a demand, the market will meet that need. You know whether it's le- legitimate or, or right. illegitimate in the eyes of the ruling officials. Correct. Uh, you know where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> people should be allowed to get high off of whatever they fucking want to get high off of. I, I completely like they agree. should be allowed to go to the store mm-hmm. or wherever, you know, yep. the fucking drugstore, the CVS. Uh, like is the like I, I've tried to bring up this point to like it in like, like you said, like it, it's the, it's the fucking boomers, man. Like they have such a hard time grasping that concept. It's like. If heroin was legalized tomorrow, are you going to run out and get it all of a sudden? No. Like, is that what you is? Do you think people are going to do that? You're like, oh, man, heroin's legal. That must mean it's safe and effective. As if we haven't heard that line before, you know? I mean, alcohol is legal and there are plenty of people that don't drink, you know? Right. I mean, exactly. And And it's like all this does is it just creates this never ending loop. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the DEA, the ATF, all these fucking cocksuckers and half the drugs that are in this country are probably in this country because of the alphabet agencies to begin with. Mm-hmm. Oh, no question about it. The idea yeah. that they're all fucking squeaky clean is laughable at best. The, yeah, like <laughs> like you'd be naive, very naive to think that. Yeah. They bust border patrol agents all the time working for the other side because guess what? That fifty grand a year that you're paying them to get shot at by the cartel across the border, somebody approaches them and says, We'll pay you double if you just let this load go through. Not a problem. Yeah. I do it. Or fuck yeah. But, I mean, I, I love it how people put like, well, I'm high and mighty, but no, I let me tell you something. Like there was a judge down in Mexico, okay? He was gonna hear a case. And the, one of the cartel families approached him, handed him pictures of his family and said, this is your wife, right? And this is your uh, wife picking up your children at this school at this time, right? Okay. And this is your house, right? Tell you what, there's a million dollars in cash in this bag. I want you to take this money and leave. Because if you don't, we're going to kill all of your family and then we're going to kill you. Uh, I don't care how hard you are or how tough you fuckers think you are. You're taking the money. I, I, you won't even like, are you kidding me? Million dollars? I quit. See ya. I'll take the cash. We're leaving. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy a nice condo in Tampa. Bye. Got to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you would be stupid to wear the white fucking hat in that situation because you're going to get people killed. You are. The, we, they, the fact that boomers can't deal with the, with, with the, the, the undisputed fact that drugs have won this war is beyond me. It's beyond me. And I love it. I also hear people bitch about drugs who have drinking problems, not realizing that they themselves are addicted to a drug. It may be a legal one, but you are into something that is just as deadly. In fact, there are more people like everybody that you know that smokes reefer. Yeah. I don't know one fucking person who gets violent I don't know one person who is a danger to anybody, but I'll tell you what. I'm dangerous I know to a bag of chips. I'll tell you, you got that. that right. <laughs> dangerous to a fucking sheets made to order screen. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, man. <laughs> Look out. But I know plenty of people who have thrown their life away and ruined other people's lives as a result of the bottle. Okay. It's, it's the longest battle human beings probably have been fighting is with alcohol. Okay, right. just just think about that. Okay, mm-hmm. and all of these crime families. This all like Christopher's talking about prohibition. This all this crime family shit goes back to prohibition. Mm-hmm. The mafia doesn't exist in the United States the way it did after prohibition. It did. It it just 
Right. The media, as soon as you prohibit something, capitalism, the market being what it is, says we still have it. We still have it. There's a demand. There will be a supply. It might cost you a little bit more, but there is a market for it. And it's retarded to continue this course. But I can see that Republicans, as usual, have learned nothing, nothing from the, like their past defeats. Okay, they're gonna. And this is this is all boomer speak, folks. This is all geared to fucking boomer voters, because the millennials, the Gen Z, especially fucking Gen Xers. They don't give a fuck. They want to legalize everything and be done with it and move on. The liberal ones, the right-leaning ones, the neo-reactionary ones, the leftist ones, everybody's like, can we just fucking move on here? We have other fish to fry. The lefties are going to tell you we would like to legalize it so we could tax it and pay for the social fucking programs that we want people to have, like UBI or free college. Or, you know, even the, the libertarian ones are like, we would love to, you know, get some of that revenue, you know, and spend money on something else other than fucking wars, Right. Like there's a consensus, not on how the money should be spent, but there's a consensus that you should just fucking leave people alone and make their own decisions. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just wild. It's absolutely wild. So look out. That's the next adventure. Um, and this isn't the first time, by the way, guys, uh, I know that I'm going to World War One pill you to death. But there's a general that uh, was the head of the American Expeditionary Force in France during the great war his name was general john blackjack pershing does anybody have any idea what general pershing did prior to his service for the republic in the first world war no answer uh he was fighting pancho villa chasing him all over northern mexico because pancho villa was stirring up shit robbing trains and they sent the army into mexico back then so I guess we're about 110 years overdue. So we're just going to go ahead and continue. The only difference is that whatever you're fighting in Mexico, has anybody seen the pictures of the fucking cartels down there? They look like an army. They have anti-aircraft guns. Like this isn't. They, they this, are an army. Correct. They're, and they're not getting guns from, from fucking Texas. They're fully automatic. Okay full autos they're not getting them from a gun shop in fucking el paso okay um thanks eric holder by the way um anyway christopher you know how i feel about that so let's get to the big elephant in the room shall we uh and that is a supreme court decision once again everybody is up in arms boomer facebook boomer twitter the retard battalion has come out in arms up in arms as affirmative action has been struck down in fact the only reason why i knew about it was because christopher texted me after the decision had been handed down he's like uh yeah they just got rid of affirmative action i'm like wow and it was none other than clarence thomas who read the decision so he is just handing out l's to his enemies for the past year i don't know if he's been waiting lying in wait to fucking hand this shit down his entire career, but man alive, does he have a lot of people upset. The decision reverses decades of precedent upheld over the years by narrow Supreme Court majorities that included Republican-appointed justices. It ends the ability of colleges and universities, public and private, to do what they most say they will need to do. Consider race as one of the many factors in deciding which of the qualified applicants is to be admitted. Chief Justice John Roberts, longtime critic of affirmative action programs, wrote the decision for the court majority saying the nation's colleges and universities must use colorblind criteria in admissions. The majority opinion says many universities have for too long concluded wrongly that the touchstone of an individual's identity is not challenges bested, skills built, or lessons learned, but the color of their skin. Our constitutional history does not tolerate that choice. Justice Clarence Thomas took the unusual step of reading from the bench parts of his lengthy concurring opinion. Thursday's decision he wrote, sees the university's admission policies for what they are. Rudderless, race-based preferences. Those policies fly in the face of our colorblind constitution. As he has done before Thomas, the second black justice appointed to the court reiterated his long-held view that affirmative action imposes a stigma on minorities. 
While I'm painfully aware of the social and economic ravages which have befallen my race and all who suffer discrimination, Mm. I hold our enduring hope that this country will live up to its principles that all men are created equal, are equal citizens, and must be treated equally before the law. How do we feel about this? How do we feel... I want to get people's take. You know what, Angel? I'm going to start with you because you know you've you've already been hot to trot this afternoon, um, threatening violence upon you know many individuals. How do you feel about this? Um, I mean, I think <laughs> I think that you know it's probably correct. I mean, you shouldn't give preferential treatment to people just because of the color of their skin, whether they're white or black or, you know, um, whatever people are calling each other now, um, it changes so much. So non-white people or white people, that's what I think I, the best way to go about saying it without sounding racist. So you shouldn't give this, you know, special treatment to anybody mm-hmm. that it, you know, you should be colorblind. <laughs> like, you should pick the best person based upon qualifications. Yeah, their qualifications, their um, you know, ability to be able to do things. Like when you go to school and you're you want to become a doctor or you want to become um a brain surgeon or or whatever, right? Like you're not just gonna become a brain surgeon because you're black and they need a black brain surgeon, right? Like you have to be able to meet qualifications Mm. and when you're admitted to schools just because you're either white or not white Mm -hmm. i mean you find out pretty quickly you have to do the work if you're not cut out for the work you can't get passed on you're not going to move forward you know yeah um so unless they move people forward even though they don't pass the class i don't know how it works you know, but you definitely shouldn't give uh, special treatment to anybody. Like everybody should be treated equal and fair and and everything else because that's how it should be. Okay. If I if I don't have the qualifications to be a brain surgeon, I shouldn't be a fucking brain surgeon. I don't disagree. You know. I want to. Uh, I want to get Chris's take. What do you think, Chris? Uh, I think affirmative action should be ended clear across the board not just in college uh you know not just in the in academia um i think the whole idea of it is racist in and of itself and it assumes that minorities can't compete with white people which is racist Um, which is yeah which i'm which is which is what i'm saying is racist in and of itself and it's this whole idea of like do you, do you want equity or do you want equality? Because you can't have both, despite what a lot of people might try and make you believe. You can either yep. have equity or you can have equality. But equity in and of itself is the antithesis to equality because it requires you to take something from other people who may have earned it and given it to somebody else who possibly hasn't earned it or will not do anything to earn it um so uh i think your people are delusional if they think that uh if that they can have equity and equality um so it's like you have to take your pick do you, do you want equality or do you want equity um, and i would go for the vote of equality um that everybody should be considered on you I know, agree. The same, the same basis. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, agree. I, I have to. Um, I, I mean, again, the assumption that uh, minority folks uh, cannot compete with others is absolutely a racist uh, lens to view. Uh, and I think it's bullshit. And uh, just like uh, if you think things are bad now, folks, wait until woke engineering and woke uh, aeronautics come into play where you're passing people through programs who are building bridges and perhaps uh, designing uh, aircraft and all this other stuff, you know, wait and see what happens. Wait and see what happens when it doesn't work out for you. Um, I, again, 
Um, I, I don't know what else to say about it other than, yeah, we have to support the, I, I, not we have to support, but I think that that maybe it's time. I know a lot of people feel differently about that. Um, I don't know, man. There's a lot of pissed off people. A lot of pissed a, off. a lot of people feel differently about it. Number one, because they've been misinformed their whole lives. Correct. And there's also the idea that when you've been, when a certain group has been catered to for so long, and then you take it away and, and we have true equality, it might seem like oppression to them. Right. Because they're used to having, you know, this on their side. Uh, but like I said, I just think the whole idea of it is like, you basically might as well say, oh, you know, and I and I say black people, but I don't mean just black, like minorities in general. But that's typically like the 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 black lefties are the ones that you hear crying yes. about this the most. Um, it, it it just you know like the whole you have to admit that the idea like you're basically saying like oh we can't compete with white people mm -hmm. like and that like and the whole idea like I just. I think the idea of forced diversity is stupid in and of itself. Like diversity happens naturally and those demographics in your area will reflect on that in, you know, whether it be hiring in the, in the workforce or people, uh, you know, uh, applying for academic institutions, you know, colleges and whatnot, like, diversity is na a natural reflection of society mm -hmm. that we live in and the idea of forcing it is it's it's just it's stupid <laughs> like it's just such a stupid i can't like i i i guess i probably could have put that more eloquently but like it's just like forced diversity is dumb it, it really it, is point well point well received and i think a lot of these uh programs or at least the policies in the past were there to address uh, very obvious grievances back then for deliberate discriminatory practices by both uh, state actors and private actors, uh, which no, there's no question that did exist, uh, whether you were a minority or whether you were uh, a, a female. Um, I'm, we, we are, there are documented cases, especially when it came to housing, uh, when it came to preferential treatment for those uh, folks that uh, were the same color as the interviewer. Uh, yes, those things did happen. Discrimination has been a problem in this country. It's a problem. It's going to be hard to shake it completely. I'd like to think that people are getting past that bullshit and just hiring the person that's far the best qualified for whatever positions. Right. Available. And you have to think of like, like where we're at in 2023. So like, we all know that the Overton window is continually shifting left. You know, I mean, we've talked about it numerous times how conservatives are just liberals or progressives driving the speed limit but the overton window constantly shifts left mm -hmm. and in modern day society like this isn't like jim crow era where it's like we don't serve your kind here you know what right. i mean like right. i'm not saying that that might not exist somewhere in in the deep deep south at some dive bar in the middle of fucking nowhere but like you know just the idea I don't know. It's it's just ridiculous. Like uh, like society's moved past that, and the only the only people that are truly keeping racism alive are the grifters that like to play perpetual victim. True, and who benefit from it economically, at <laughs> least or politically, to secure their positions or to get um, donations and all this mm -hmm. other good stuff. I mean, it it does benefit a certain uh grifting class the political class the again if it gives you something to run on right it gives them something yeah. to run on their pat platform just like whenever roe v wade got struck down last year and everybody wants to oh it's them goddamn conservatives and blah 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 you know it, it, the the liberals are just as much to blame they had what 50 plus years to codify that into law if they yeah. really wanted to but instead they wanted to use the ever-looming threat of it being taken away as a platform to run on to garner votes that's right well mm -hmm. said well said and we talked about it on the podcast when it happened and i brought up to people on the podcast if, if anybody recalls correctly how many times democrats had super majorities super majorities where they could have passed legislation codifying it into law and federally federally and it never happened why because you got to run on something 
right? You got they, they got to have a boogeyman in the closet, you right. know, stored up, you know. That's exactly right. So I, I listen. Uh, I don't know what you like. If this was the long game of the conservatives to say we're going to wait and buy our time and we're going to load the Supreme Court when we have the chance and then we're going to go after everybody. I have one request for uh, His Majesty Lord uh, Justice Thomas and John Roberts, the gay, and all the rest of these fuckers. Please repeal the National Firearms Act. Could you please rule that unconstitutional? My friends would like to buy machine guns legally. Um, that would be fantastic. Without paying a ridiculous tax stamp and registering with the federal government. <laughs> Correct, which is unconstitutional. But yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, not, we, not, not around here, partner. <laughs> not around here. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's uh, that was the big news here. And by the way, I want to round out with a little bit. Speaking of Republicans, um, you guys, <laughs> the criticisms come hard and fast, okay? Um, like many other things do. And you're going to lose the election, okay? Uh, I understand that... Uh, Former President Donald John Trump is you're, some people, they love him. He's the savior. We read an email on here before some really d- deranged person who needs help immediately. Uh, do you know that Trump is up by 59 compared to DeSantis 15? Which means that Donald Trump is going to lose in the general election, which means that you're nominating somebody despite the fact that you're going to lose again. And maybe Republicans like to be, they want to martyr themselves on the cross. They want to say, oh, this is another rigged election. Maybe Joe Biden will get, you know, 100 million votes this time. I mean, he got 81 the last time. Maybe. You know, maybe maybe lower the voting age like they wanted to in many places, down to 17, get themselves, you know, 10, 10 or 20 more, 19 more million votes. Joe Biden, first president ever to get 100 million votes. Mm-hmm. Um, people liked him so much they voted twice. I'm very excited. So I don't understand this. And I'm going to tell you right now, if he wins, I'm going to pay Angel $8.35. Why only can we do like 10 or eight? No, no, because I don't have I just $8.35. That's what it's going to be. Can you just give me eight? I'll think about it. So I'm going to pay her $8.35. Can we do eight fitty? About three fifty. No. Um he uh, I don't know how to explain this to people. I think this is the most ridiculous thing ever is that you just want to lose. You just want to fucking lose. Yeah, do I think Donald Trump will carry states? Of course I think he'll carry states. He ain't gonna get back Michigan. He ain't gonna get back Wisconsin. Okay. I mean he, he's got he's got his cult following. For you sure. Know? You know, he's he's got his cult following. But. For sure. Um, a lot of this is going to depend on if he gets indicted, like officially and thrown in jail, like he's already been indicted. If he does, if he's found guilty and gets thrown in jail, a lot of this, I don't know how, like, it would be amazing to see him run a campaign from like Leavenworth. Like that would be tremendous, right? You know, um, we're doing like campaign events through like the payphone. You have two minutes remaining. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just trying to squeeze out something to the committee. Um, I just don't understand you people. I think DeSantis versus uh, Joe Biden. I think DeSantis has a far better chance of beating Joe Biden than Donald Trump does uh, beating Joe Biden. He already lost the corpse once, uh, which is embarrassing by itself. I don't even know how he shows his face in fucking public. It should have been a slam dunk. Okay, the man has dementia and you still fucked it up. So good luck to you guys bringing in that guy one more fucking time. And that's not an endorsement of Democrats, by the way. Uh, I did. There's nothing to endorse here, really. Uh, there's just, again. Oh, and they did strike down his uh, his plan to uh, pay off student loans. Um, and I see a lot of celebrating, especially on, again, the boomers love it. The boomers are like, yeah, I, I paid mine. And, you know, you did. I, of- pay, I paid mine back when college was a song and a dance. And, and, right. and, and I bought and I bought my house with six acres of land for a whole straw penny. <laughs> <laughs> well done. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. And it's the same people that say the same shit over and over and over again. 
And my point will always be, guys, uh, your government has taken your tax dollars and done some of the most horrific shit in your name that you could ever imagine beyond your imagination. But you draw the line here, right? Right. You take the side of yeah. the banks. Well, they've signed a promissory. You know what, man? Fucking come off of it already. It's just like the drug thing. Come off of it already. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's... I mean, at the very least, if they would just do away with the promissory note bullshit and allow people that have been drowning in student loan debt to be able to fucking file bankruptcy against it. Right. Right. I mean, that that right there, like, at least do that. But like, we even we've we've inherited an economy and economic policies that the fucking boomers done fucked up. And, and now we've inherited that. And we've got like the worst inflation in history. Fucking, uh, you know, the economic disparity abound and, and, and right. they want to chastise us like you're so fucking out of touch you old fucking dinosaur like fucking die and fall off the face of the fucking earth you cocksucking pricks <laughs> i'm i'm sorry like i know a lot of people but like it, it's like as much fucking socialism as we have for the fucking rich and when it comes to fucking student loans like oh that's where i draw the line right. I, I draw the line right there we've been especially the the young Gen Xers and the elder millennials, we've had it pounded into our skulls from day one that, oh, you got to go to college or you're not going to amount to anything. And then right. we rack up all this fucking debt before we've even had a chance to start our lives. And now there's people that, I mean, there's people that uh, that have been still, and it, it, even with Biden's plan to forgive up to $20,000, wasn't going to do much for people that have a quarter million dollar in fucking student loan debt. Right. And the thing is, is like there's people that that have been paying on their student loans mm -hmm. for a very long time, and some of them are worse off than what they were to begin with. They're still in just as much debt, if not more. That's right. And like I said, I, I did an article on the um, the Substack, and I'm like, you know, ask yourself a question: What are you willing to do to help your neighbors? I mean, if the answer is nothing, okay, great. You're that hard. I understand. Okay. Well, well, you know, I'm an anarchist, and I, that's fine. That, that there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, right now, think of like they're still taking your money, and they're sent like all of you that fucking hate all these foreign wars. They take your money and send it to the most vile organizations. And in the past, fucking forget about it. And like Christopher said, we have plenty of fucking corporate socialism. We have plenty mm -hmm. of corporate socialism to bail out fucking banks and auto manufacturers. But that that's okay. That's fucking fine. That's a, that that's our patriotic duty. But when it comes to your fucking neighbor who's on the struggle bus, who can't afford to do anything, who went to school trying to make their lives better, and for whatever reason, it doesn't matter. For whatever reason, they're having a hard time. The answer is fuck you. Go ahead and drown. Come on. I mean, they bailed out like everybody that called Obama a socialist, including this fucking idiot right here. Let me tell you something. I used to say that the guy's kind of a communist bullshit he's a corporatist because a real communist would have bailed out the fucking homeowners not the goddamn banks i know that was a little bit before him tarp was a little bit before him but he could have reversed all that shit the executive the power of the executive in this country is vast depending on the on the interpretation of the constitution and the restraints and all that shit he could have done a lot he could have done a lot for working class people nothing was done for the working class people just like this last time they sent you through, they fucking everything went through the roof. They're like, here's $600. Get back to fucking work. Make sure mm -hmm. you wear a mask. Make sure you take the experimental drug. Make sure you do everything we fucking tell you or we're going to destroy your lives. Right. But we're not. Oh, paying by the way, loans. your money's next to worthless now. <laughs> right. <laughs> jokes on you. Right. It's it's so ridiculous. Everything's so expensive, too. Like to, not to like go off topic, but like, you know, it's kind of in part with this. I went to go and, and buy some face you know, soap that I usually use. And like, it was like, you know, maybe like nine ninety nine, ten 10 bucks or whatever. Mm. Um, and I went to go get it the next time and it was eighteen ninety nine. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like ten ninety nine was like kind of expensive, but it worked yeah. and it didn't overdry my face and I liked it. So I'm like, 
and it lasts a little while so i'm like it's not too bad but when it was almost double in cost i'm like i can't buy this shit like what is this yeah and you know think about the people who are trying to make fucking uh you know life decisions in the frozen food aisle like what do i buy here what can i afford if i have a family and all that other good stuff i mean it just the the, the problem just quantified but the that's all i have for this week uh by the way why don't you go ahead and sign up for fucking threads apparently uh zook got uh 50 million people to sign up for the new social media site that's going to challenge twitter there's a kitty um, hi kitty hello cat hello cat hello cat um <laughs> that's all pussy gato. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have for this week. Angel, do you have anything else before we wrap it up today? You have to go to the bit shoot. Okay. Bit shoot, anything else? Um, no. All right. Christopher, anything else? Nope. Oh, wait. Substack. Oh, yeah. Okay. Check out the Substack. Uh, Christopher, anything else at all? No, sir. Okay. All right. Well, I'd like to thank my friends for uh, hanging out with me. Thank you very much. Those of you that uh, have been listening for a long time, genuinely appreciate you. I'd like to thank our sponsors. GorseNexus.com, Ray Faba, fine art and design from the Great Lakes. I paint Akron where all accidents are happy accidents. Team Mandalore, who keeps cycling very weird. And of course, Bobby is not a sponsor yet, but he's our friend and we'd like you to check out a fairly decent golf.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I have something to talk to you about. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's it's a real big problem. Uh, Yesterday, I was out with my dog and. I was like, it's going to be a hot one today, real, real nasty. It was a high of 91. Humidity was high, real feel of like 96. It was disgusting. It was like walking in fucking hot soup, okay? Okay. It was so bad that I had to take an immediate shower uh, because the swamp crotch was on a dangerous level just from a two-mile walk with the dog, okay? I, I can't stress to you enough, these dog days of summer, okay, Please take care of yourself and consider using Todd's Gay Soap from Akron Apothecary, various different flavors of soap. Your skin is your biggest organ, okay? Please take care of your body, but also think of the other people around you. Independence Day has come and gone. And if you haven't declared independence from your stink, just remember, it is never too late to get clean. It is never too late to use real soap, cold-pressed soap from gay hands to your supple ass, to your undercarriage, ball bag, groin and balls, whatever, fat folds under boob your your hairy back your shoulders your face your feet all of it is taken care of by todd's gay soap this is not detergent this is natural soap that's going to keep you clean and fresh and fight that swamp ass during these dog days of summer it's only gonna get hotter for a while labor day is what a month and a half from now you know it's still going to be hot even into september football season and all that shit think ahead Play the chess game, play the long game, get yourself some Todd's Gay Soap, and get ready for the heat because Todd's Gay Soap is. Ooh, oh, that ass. Don't be a pussy. Wash that dookie off before you throw that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Peace.